Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're here. Or maybe I should say bonjour or hello or hi hi. Um, I just got back from Europe, so I'm going to just embody the personality of someone who lived in Europe or, you know, someone who studies abroad. And for those three months, they're like, oh, my God, I lived in Europe. You had a three month long vacation. And I stand by that. We're starting off this episode with a bunch of hot takes. There's going to be a bunch more as we go through. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my trip, and then I'm going to get into the Am I the Asshole content, because I know that's why you're here. But my trip was amazing. I was in France, Germany, and Ireland, and then I connected back to the United States through Iceland, so that's why I said hi, hi. Um, I was just in Iceland. I'm pretty sure I talked about that trip earlier. Um, I was in Iceland early October, but... Um, France, I hadn't been since 2019. Germany was my first time in Ireland. It was also my first time. So I had an amazing time, had lots of drinks, so much Guinness. My entire blood sheet is just hot wine and Guinness and, um, Kolscht, um, in German. Don't know if I said that right. My German listeners, let me know if I have any German listeners. Anyways, that was a lot of words in a very short amount of time. So let's relax a little bit. Like I said, we have a lot of hot takes because this is, am I the asshole? episode four we're gonna do this travel related so basically i just went to the am i the asshole on reddit and i'm finding some travel related stories seeing if these are some traveling assholes or if these are some traveling not the assholes only thing that sucks about these is i can see in advance how people voted i'm not gonna let them sway my vote i'm gonna vote honestly you know this we are an honest show here I see that everyone has been loving the T-Swift and Adele content, so maybe expect some more of that in the future, but I know how much y'all love this Am I the Asshole series, so I am here to provide for y'all because I love to give. I'm a giver, and it's the Christmas season. It's officially December, and it's officially the Christmas season, so you know what? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy last day of Hanukkah if it if you're celebrating that. Um, happy all the holidays in December. Let's get into this am i the asshole episode four so we are going to start this off with a big hot take and this is a pretty long story and i'm very excited because i love long stories am i the asshole for not wanting to travel with a vegan okay this is this should be good my mother's family owns a beach house in a beautiful part of mexico Right now, my sister, brother, and sister-in-law and two female cousins are planning on flying down there for the week around New Year's. It's cold and snowing at home, so escaping to a warmer climate sounds great. My siblings, my brother's wife, and our cousins are all in our 20s. Problem is, my cousin, female, 21, wants to include her best friend, who I've met once or twice. This girl is nice, a nice person, 
am a strict plant-based vegan, as in no meat, no fish, no dairy, no honey, no eggs. Even most wine is off-limits until she finds whether or not egg whites or gelatin were used to filter it. Usually we buy food at the local markets, then take turns cooking Mexican dishes, and frequently going to local restaurants. Everyone there speaks Spanish, which my sister, brother, and sister-in-law speak fluently. I know enough Spanish to shop and order in restaurants. My cousins and cousin's friend do not speak Spanish. We threw a birthday party for our cousin, Sally. This year, everyone is vaccinated, no worries, and she invited her vegan friend, Trish. As host, my sister and I had to figure out what a vegan could eat and drink amongst our party food. We spent a good part of the evening googling ingredients, is this seven-layer dip vegan? No. Is X brand of tortilla chips fried in all vegan oil? No. Many of our family's homemade dishes like tamales and refried beans contain lard, and our Mexican rice has chicken stock. Tequila and beer are vegan, but she doesn't like those. She couldn't eat the Tres Leches birthday cake. I made a special pot of Mexican rice for her, but catering to her dietary needs turned into an unexpected chore that cut into my time of enjoying the party. If she came with us to Mexico, Trish, who doesn't speak Spanish and would be staying in our house in an unfamiliar place, would be relying on us and restaurants for food. I don't want to serve as vegan spa chef for this girl. Also, explaining in Spanish to restaurant staff in this sleepy little beach town that one guest has an all-vegan meal also looks like a chore. Her dietary restrictions would become the main focus of every mealtime. So I've pointed out that the house sleeps six and nobody else asked to bring a friend. So I voted to keep the trip family only, to which my sister and brother agreed. Sally then complained that my brother is bringing his wife, but our sister-in-law is family in our eyes. Sally is saying now she might not come. I did some research. There's a vegan-friendly resort hotel about an hour away, but it costs $200 per night. So we're sticking to the line that the trip is family only. I'm wondering, am I the asshole? Because one, I decided I don't want to travel with my cousin's friend due to the need to accommodate her complicated dietary preferences. And I've gotten my brother and sister to agree with me. Two, this action might make me the asshole because my cousin is really upset and I'm worried I might be guilty about discriminating against vegans somehow. ETA. For those who have now decided Sally and Trish must be a lesbian couple, I've seen nothing in their behavior to indicate that they are anything but close platonic friends. If Sally was gay, she would not have had to be in the closet amongst our family. If she came out, we would be accepting and supportive. But she's 21, has only dated men, and talked about only wanting relationships with men. And I think if she was lesbian, she would have told us by now. It's not like she would be facing any rejection or negative consequences from us if she did. So there's no need to call me homophobic based upon this false assumption. Thanks. ETA part two. It would take some effort for Trish to be self-sufficient as far as getting vegan food on her own if she went with us. First of all, the house is semi-secluded, about two miles from town on a public road. And it's in a wooded area. You need to drive down a private lane to the shore where the house is. We often walk to town for fun in good weather because it's a very pretty walk. But it's about four miles round trip and somewhat hilly. My brother is renting a large car that can carry six to eight people, luggage, groceries, usually a Suburban or the like. But only he, his wife, and I will be insured to drive it. 
So if Trish wanted to go buy her own food, she would have to walk into town or get one of us to drive her and translate for her when we got there. It looks as if Sally officially pulled out of the trip, though we've all said, okay, we'll miss you. Her invitation has not been rescinded. She can still decide to come anytime she wants, but we're firmly sticking to our family-only decision. Okay, that that was a lot. Um, are they the asshole? I don't think so. I think I understand not wanting to travel with someone who may make travel a little bit more difficult. However, I think that the conversation should have been with Trish, or I think Trish was the friend. Do you think that you would be able to actually, you know, travel with us and do all these things? Do you think it's realistic? I think it's one of those things where if you're doing something, and the trip initially was family only until someone asked to bring a friend. I don't disagree that using family only as the argument is not great, but at the same time, I think you kind of have to do what you got to do for the majority. If there was any semblance of a chance, which we don't know, that Trish could have been self-sufficient and was willing to walk four miles every time she wanted to get food or learn Spanish right before the trip, then so be it. But I, I do think sometimes that a lot of people expect others to kind of cater to them instead of figuring out the issue themselves. I think it's your choice and your decision to be vegan, right? And the consequence that comes with that, and I'm not using consequences as a negative thing. Consequences are just the responses and the reactions to the actions that we make. The consequence that comes with that is that you need to figure out how you're going to sustain. If the situation was that Trish figured out an easy way for her to sustain, then we might be having a different conversation. But I think you need to be responsible for yourself, especially as a full-grown adult. So I deem you not the asshole. And for OP, I say the drink I would recommend for you is a nice pineapple marg filled with tequila and mejo. Just take a little bit of tequila, take some triple sec or some Cointreau if you're feeling fancy, a little bit of pineapple juice, a little bit of lime juice. Give that a nice little shake. Add a splash of hot sauce if you're feeling spicy, which it sounds like you were um, based upon this whole post, and drink it down. Next to the next story of Am I the Asshole? And let us see which one we want to do. Am I the asshole for telling my job I'm not rearranging my travel plans? This sounds like this also belongs on anti-work, which is, I don't know why, but my Reddit has been filled with anti-work posts. Um, It's making me want to, you know, maybe reevaluate some things. I'm just kidding. If anyone from my job here says, I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Kisses. Um, Am I the asshole for telling my job I'm not rearranging my travel plans? Let's figure it out. I, 24 female, work at a physician's office as a customer service rep. I requested to use my PTO back in December for a trip that I've been planning to go back home outside the country, country is in Central America, for two weeks to visit family and to relax, given how stressful this year has been for me. I just found out that I was T1'd last summer, and I'm still trying to get used to that. On top of stress from school and work, we are understaffed. Today, my office manager discussed me 
pulls me into so we can discuss my PTO. She pulled up the PTO request calendar and told me how I need to pick one week off because we are so short-staffed that they prefer I don't leave for two weeks. I stayed quiet because all I could think was, well, it's not my fault y'all are short-staffed and didn't prepare accordingly for the holidays. She asked me to rearrange my flight to come back to work early. Mind you, they're having this conversations with me three weeks before I leave. Everything has been paid for. There's no way I can get a refund back. I'm not even going to go through that hassle. If they didn't want me taking the, off the two weeks, they should have communicated that when I first approached them in late August, early September, and asked if it'd be okay if I took that much time. My office manager asked me to email her and the overall practice manager with the plan I came up with and which week I'll be taking off. I already typed the email explaining how I've already invested too much into this trip and I can't rearrange everything given that they approached me last minute. I understand that they could potentially come back home without a job and that they're not obligated to give me the PTO I request. But I feel like this should have been a conversation to have when I first requested the time off and spoke to them to make sure it was okay before I bought my plane ticket. Am I the asshole for telling them I'm still leaving and coming back when I planned regardless? Oof. Um, absolutely not the asshole. I can just conclude that off the off the bat. I think that a lot of employers have these realistic expectations of their employees to, you know, just bend over backwards for their job. I don't think you need to do that. I think you are only as available as you make yourself. And if you had already had this discussion, it is on them to find someone else to work. It is not on you. They request, they approved your request for PTO, right? They acknowledged, hey, we know that you're taking two weeks. The fact that they want to rescind it last minute, especially after you've invested stuff, I would be telling my job to fuck off if that happened. Um, squarely. Fuck right off. Um, because, again, I have an obligation to do my job when I'm scheduled to do it, which is, you know, for me, I work a nine to five. So that's when I'm obligated to do my job and do my work. But outside of those hours and outside of that time, if I request time off, I have no obligation to that. And anyone who feels differently, you're probably in the position where people under you don't like you. And that's just the reality of it. And babes, it sounds like you deserve a drink. Um, if you're going to Central America, I would say make a pit stop in Colombia, get you a bottle of Aguardiente, which is kind of like almost like an anise flavored um, liquor, but it's strong. It's cheap. Um, I recommend Aguardiente Rojo and um, drink that with a straw because, yeah, you deserve that shit. On to the next asshole. Um, let, let's see this. Ah, there's so many good stories. Um, and all these are just so short and sweet. I like the good long ones. Bear with me, y'all. We're finding a good... Oh, this one looks juicy. Am I the asshole for telling my fiancé's parents they'll have to travel for our wedding? Wait, what? Okay. Just the, the title of this sounds like it's not an asshole thing to do. It sounds like well, we're missing some facts. Let's get into this. I, 31 female, and my fiancé, 30 male, are getting married. 
Sorry, I, I just have to giggle because that's like the entire term of the that's that's the entire definition of the word fiance. I love this, but um, okay. I thirty one female and my fiance thirty male are getting married. Original plan was we were gonna just do a small courthouse thing in two months with our kids and a couple friends, a witness, and then later do a party. Almost all my family and friends are in New York, New Jersey. All his are down now where we live. He has very few friends and a small family. Only family I have in our state are my kids, my mom, and my stepdad, my brother, and his family. Recently, my dad got ordained. My fiancé was saying how he thinks it would be really special for me to be married by my dad on the beach I grew up on with our kids there. That we could fly with all three kids. My mom and stepdad were already talking about going this summer. Plus, I could have all my sisters there. We can't look up flights yet because it's too far out and we've been getting whatever info we can. I cleared it with my kids. Dad taking my kids as just as part of my custody agreement. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm.
Last weekend, we were over at the in-laws, and my fiancé told his parents about everything. How we want to go up north, do the wedding, have my dad marry us, etc. His dad got pissed and went, well, I don't get why it's all about my name. What about having us, your parents, and your friends, like your ex-girlfriend there? Oof. Okay. Usually, I let him handle his family, but then the ex-girlfriend being thrown in there pissed me off. I went, okay, so it's fine for your golden child to get married in Hawaii and y'all fly there when neither her nor her husband have family there, but God forbid we want to get married in my home state by my father where 95% of my family is. It's a problem. Also, how do you think it's appropriate to suggest my fiance invites his ex-girlfriend? Your wife kept getting him uh, trying to get him to leave me for he's not even friends with her if you want to be part of the wedding you'll come to where we're gonna be if you don't want to make the trip then you'll miss your son's wedding my fiance backed me in law said I'm an asshole because I called them out and basically told him to suck it up am I the asshole absolutely not I did a wedding um Am I the asshole? I think in episode two was actually user submitted. So if you haven't listened to that, you'll know that I have a very clear, distinct approach on weddings. And that is your wedding is what you want it to be. It's your day. You get to choose who you want there. You get to choose how you want to do it. It is your special day. It is not my fiance's mom's special day. It's not my fiance's dad's special day. It is your special day. And don't you fucking forget it. It is my special day. Am I, I'm going to be the worst groomzilla on this planet because my wedding, as much as I'm planning on spending on it, it's going to be my very happy special day. Uh, there's actually, <clears throat> going to sidebar real quick, there's this um, comedian on TikTok. I think her name's Nikki Dubes, and uh, she's hilarious. She does like all these like country club videos, but she also does like this wedding planner segment where she's like, are you so excited for... Uh, $50 flower vases on your very most special day. And that's what I feel like <laughs> right now. Like on my very special day, I will have whatever the friggin' frick I want and who I want. Um, and yeah, I think that everyone needs to just kind of succumb to your wish and to your demands. And it's not even like asking a lot. You're asking 95% of her family to go to you. Absolutely not. You can F right off fiance's parents and reddit agrees with me they voted not the asshole i'm happy that we are in consensus and yeah that that makes me happy you sound like you need a drink hon i'm going to suggest that so if you go to lowe's or no it's michael's if you go to michael's they have these craft wine glasses they're about three feet tall i would suggest getting one of those and filling it to the brim with red wine because we want the tannins in this household. We want the hangover. We want to feel the pain. If you're not hardcore, then go with the white wine. I recommend a Riesling. Next. Am I the asshole? I got mad at my wife because she did not let me meet my brother. Oof. Okay. Let's talk about this. My brother has been living in a different country because of his work for the past five years. His workplace has this contract system. They give you a three-year contract, and you cannot leave the country during those three years. He told me a few weeks ago that he'd be coming home to meet our parents and me. He had been staying at our parents' place for two weeks before he would leave again. 
I live in a different state, so I'd have to go to my parents' home by bus to meet my brother. My wife is five months pregnant. When I told her my brother's coming, she said that I cannot go to meet him because she's pregnant and she wanted to spend my birthday with me. I suggested me going after my birthday, but she said no to that as well. She suggested I go before my birthday and come back and spend time with her on my birthday. However, that would mean I would only have one day, including travel. My birthday was going to be on the day of my brother coming back home. Traveling alone takes eight hours one way. I requested her to please just try and adjust for a different week that she wouldn't even have any difficulty because we're already a full-time housekeeper, a driver to take her to places, and her mom also stays with us to help my wife. My wife refused and said that I can meet my brother the next time he comes home, but that would be three years later when his contract got over again. I got mad at her and said that she's super selfish and I don't think she loves or cares for me. She started crying, and her mom said that I should be gentle with my wife. I just left the house. My wife called me asking me to come home and not leave the house while angry because emotional driving leads to accidents. I told her it's not like she cares for my happiness anyways and asked her to just leave me alone for a while. When I came back home after an hour, she said that I'm being a brat by throwing a tantrum over meeting my brother. Am I the asshole? In this case, I feel like the question should be, is my wife the asshole? Because, yeah, she is. If you had a family member, especially an immediate family member, granted, it could be anyone. It could be a cousin that you're close with. It could be a friend that you just haven't seen in years. And you have three years in between seeing them. And you have the opportunity that they're coming to you. It's not even like you have to go to that country. And all it is is a day or so away. Birthdays, birthdays are an annual thing. Birthdays happen all the time. So let's look at it like this. She wants to spend his birthday with him. But she has two more birthdays before, realistically, three more birthdays before he will even have the opportunity to see this person again. So this one birthday, so so important that he must stay? Absolutely not. That shit doesn't fly with me. So next fact. It's only eight hours. Only eight hours. You can't be away from someone for eight hours when you have a housekeeper, a driver, and someone else supporting you. That sounds like a you problem, Bibs. Like, that is not a him problem. Um, And this would go for anyone. If you have the resources, then why is it necessary for there to be additional things? Because it makes me more comfortable. You can be this comfortable for another day. I won't be uncomfortable for another three years because I can't see my family member. And then imagine the resentment that will spike in that family member for you because, oh, my wife told me I couldn't. Yeah, no. That's whenever I'm like, hey, wife, you can be as pissed at me as you want to be, but I'm doing this and we're just going to have to deal with it. We can deal with it when I get home. I feel like people always like want to cater to others. And that's a big reason why I'm single. Um, is because I like living my life without having to talk to anyone else and without having to, you know, deal with anyone else's opinions. And for that reason and that reason alone, I say you are not the asshole. And I hope that you went and saw your brother because three years to not see family, that is insane. No matter how old you are, no matter how close you are with them, if you really wanted to see him, like, 
I say go for it. And it sounds like you need a drink. And in the spirit, here's the cocktail for the episode, by the way. So get your pens and pads ready or just open up the description. I was just in Ireland. And like I said, this is a travel-themed episode. So I figured why not bring something back for my travel. I can't teach you guys how to pour Guinness correctly because you would have to have a tap. You need to be in Ireland where it's not pasteurized and all that yada yada jazz jazz. But I can teach y'all how to make an Irish coffee. And this is how I'm going to make it. You can make it another way. But this is how I'm going to make it. Fun fact about Irish coffee. Um, The Irish coffee was basically invented in Dublin um, because Guinness was super popular. And they wanted another drink that looked like Guinness but wasn't Guinness and to kind of trick people. It's like a prank drink. So... They made the Irish coffee because the white layer at the top looks like the head that is on Guinness. That's pretty much it. And then also like combining like alcohol and uppers, like we love doing that. But what you're going to need is you're going to need coffee. You can also use Kahlua if you want, but I like using like actual coffee and this is like more of the way that I learned how to make it. So I'm going to use about six ounces of like coffee can be fresh, it could be cold, it could be instant. I don't care. Um, do what you got to do, babes. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to add in a teaspoon of sugar um, to make it a little bit sweeter. And then I'm going to get some Jameson. And in the spirit of keeping things Irish, Jameson, whiskey, there's lots of Irish whiskey. It's insane. I had a really good Irish whiskey when I was there, but I'm going to get an ounce and a half of Jameson. I'm going to pour that in. And then for the white layer, you need a little bit of heavy cream and you need to froth it up a little bit so then it sits on the top. Froth it, spoon it on top, and then enjoy your Irish coffee. It is going to be so good. And sir, it sounds like you need one. I hope that you are going to see your brother. But that is the last Am I the Asshole Travel Edition for this episode. Please keep sending me dms and you know comments of what you want to hear who you want to see on this show i have a very special guest coming either this week or next week super excited for you guys to hear her again question mark and yeah if you need anything just feel free to contact us make a keypod on instant tiktok i'm at Ski. i'm your host um on instagram Ski 2 on tiktok or if you're feeling really foremost feel free to email us at make a coupon at gmail.com I will see y'all very soon and thanks for listening. Bye.